Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, everybody. Welcome to Saints Happy Hour Podcast. This is a special bonus post-game instant reaction episode. It's brought to you by my bookie. They are the place to go for your online betting experience. They have the best app. They have the most secure betting uh, website around on the internet. Anything you want, you can bet on props. You could have bet on the Saints' second half comeback if you wanted to today. Uh, my bookie, go to M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. My bookie, you play, you win, you get paid. They have, right now, use the code HAPPY25, get 10% off of your deposit. Once again, use the code HAPPY25, you get 10% adi- 10%, 10% added to your deposit. You bet 100 you get uh, you Get $10 extra. Once again, go to mybookie.com. You play, you win, you get paid. Use the code HAPPY25. Andrew, the Saints, they won today. Um, <laughs> so all's, all, all's well that ends well. But Jesus Christ, Teddy Bridgewater in the first half looked like an abomination. All his goodwill that he yeah. had last week, he took it like the Joker in the Dark Knight and burned it to the ground. Like, well, yeah, I mean, awful. I have to, uh, I have to be honest, you know, and I, I've been one of his biggest supporters and proponents, but um, you can't, uh, you can't overreact to a preseason game, and you also can't ignore it. You know, it's a an evaluation of a player and a chance to figure out what your opinion of that guy is. And my opinion after this game has changed a little bit. Now I'm not ready to write the guy off and say that it's hopeless. He's done. He's never going to amount to anything. But what I saw was a player that didn't look comfortable, was very inaccurate. uh, Was he looked rattled. um, And quite frankly, he looked like the moment was too big for him. And that that's, a concern. He looked like he looked game. like Taysom Hill did in his first extended action for the Saints last year. Remember Taysom Hill? He like fumbled and yeah. he looked awful. And and that was that, the one thing is though for Taysom Hill last year that was kind of understandable because he had never had extended action at any at, in, in, in an NFL game really in at yeah. all. So that was understandable. Teddy Bridgewater, man. He had the missed snap, the intercept, the, the the almost interception. Then he did have an interception. Then then um, you know a bad third down a, throw, a yeah. bad throw, third down throw where he could have ran or hit the guy for a touchdown. He did neither. Um, the one thing I will say um, is Taysom Hill. He's never looked this good. Like he hit he hit nine passes in a row at one point. Like. All the things that I said about him that I was worried that his throwing was so bad that Sean Payton wouldn't be able to to create a bigger playbook for him. Like those those fears kind of went out the window today. If he looks like this 
They can do all kinds of fun stuff. And I know a lot of the throws were simple, but that's what they'll be on these trick plays that Sean Payton designs because teams will be paranoid about him running. They will have Saints dudes running wide open, and it's can Taysom Hill hit him? And before today, I was like, probably not. But today, he looked amazing. He looked like a guy that put it all together, finally. You know, and I think we all knew what he was capable of just in terms of his athleticism, his speed, his power. Um, so we all knew he was an insanely capable today guy. Was, today was Christmas for the Taysom Hill is the future of the Saints fans. It was, yeah. really was. Well, I mean, <laughs> he would be able to. But if he's going to become a quarterback, he really can't be a guy that's trying to run people over. So, you know, that's the first thing. And the second thing is we have to remember that when he came in the game, he was mostly playing UDFAs and rookies and Bridgewater was going against starters. And I know they're missing a couple guys, but, and they didn't start everyone, but like the Chargers defense is pretty good. So, you know, I, I think there is a difference in terms of the quality that they were facing defensively, but absolutely. I think if you look at that and you compare them side by side, how could you not say that right now, Taysom Hill is the leader in the clubhouse to be the backup quarterback. Now, you know, you you may want to incorporate him in a lot of games, which puts his health at risk, especially if he's catching passes and getting hit or running out of the wildcat or on special teams. Like that's increasing his chance for injury, which really means Bridgewater's your backup. But after watching this game, it's not clear to me who is starting if we're missing Drew Brees. No, and listen, um, I don't think necessarily today in in is has locked away Teddy Bridgewater's future with the Saints. It, but it does mean that I think it took a hit. I think it I think it hit, took though. I think it took a ma- major hit in this way. In that, if say Teddy Bridgewater doesn't play anymore and the Saints win the Super Bowl and Drew Brees retires, like because of today, the Saints. They may say to Teddy Bridgewater, look, we'll keep you, but you get like a two-year, $30 million deal and only like the first year is guaranteed and that's all we're committing to you or we're committing to you for one year and if he's like, nah, I'm not doing it, the Saints will be like, okay, we're going to do Taysom Hill or try to move up and draft a quarterback. Like the commitment to Teddy well, Bridgewater. I mean, I'll, be on, I'll be honest, Ralph, like the what he put out there as game oh, film today, oh, it's you know, bad. He, he he's not making himself any, any more appealing next nope. off season. Nope. You know, so so when you that, the example you just gave, like this off season, he was eligible. I think the the Dolphins offered maybe two years, ten million. It was in that neighborhood, something like that. But if that's what he was able to get this off season, I don't know that that number is any better right now, based off what we've seen and what he's put on tape. So, you know. Again, like I, it was a half of football. He was on the road, but it was um, so he, bad. He obviously, he obviously <laughs> did, he, he didn't have it today. There's no other way so to paint bad. that. But but there's going to be two other games, so we'll see how those go. Um, but if I'm judging it based off everything I've seen thus far, I, I prefer Taysom Hill as the backup. And I can't believe I'm saying that because honestly, before this game. I just never really felt like Taysom Hill was a viable option at quarterback. Just, and it kind of goes back to what you were saying. I just never felt like he was accurate enough. I felt like he was too aggressive as a runner where 
you know, I wouldn't, I wasn't sure if he'd be able to shut it off and, and maybe not take as many hits and be more careful with his body, especially considering his injury history. But he looks so I, locked I, in today. So like he looked locked in, man. He, he in a way like, that he know, has not funny, before. Like in the in the in the broadcast, they mentioned that Sean Payton had said, you know, this guy could be the next Steve Young. And I mean, I laughed at that because I'm just like, come on, like, why would you say something like that and put that kind of pressure on this guy? Like, he can we just like make him like? Well, to be fair, to to be to be fair to to Sean Payton, people forget Steve Young. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.com. Dot edu slash podcast. He played for the Tampa Bay Bucks, and he was a disaster for them. So I mean, yeah, you know, it's not out of the room. Let's we're not going full podcast because we do the the big show tomorrow on Monday. This is just a taste of the podcast, a daily show of what you should sign up for. Watch Cindy. Jonah and Linda did last night at the $10 level and you get a podcast every day and you get a koozie, a magnet, and it's awesome. Uh, talk about Deontay Harris. He's, <laughs> he's, yeah, you get the player grades too. Deontay Harris, he's the kick returner for this team, right? Right, Andrew? Definitely. Uh, I mean, look, Cheryl's, that, that's great that he has a storied NFL career and that he's been really good at doing it, but if, you, if you're not doing it for the Saints in preseason, it's not worth much. And, you know, I think if, if the guy ahead of uh, the guy behind him was coming in and not performing, then maybe he wouldn't worry about his job as much. But uh, I, I think I think Marcus Sherrill's he, he's he's done. He's out of a job. I, mean, I, I, I say that very matter of factly, because every time Deontay Harris touches the ball, he's electric, even on the times where the play gets called back because of a penalty. He's still having a nice return game. Where you're I like, look at oh, him. That, that was an awesome play. I look at him, and and when we we saw his return numbers for Division three, we were like, well, you know, it's Division three, and can he do it in the NFL? I look at his numbers in Division three now, Andrew, and I'm like, why didn't he have double those stats? Like, <laughs> I seriously, yeah. like, he's that good, and he should have been. Good. I mean, if you'd have told me he had forty kick return touchdowns in, in division, I'd be like, yeah, that makes that makes sense. The uh, thing about most returners that have home run ability, uh, and clearly he has that, is a lot of times, like when nothing's there, they'll try to make something yeah. out of nothing and go kind of, you know, and yeah. that's where you get the ten yard loss or a horrible yeah. fumble. The thing I've been impressed with him so far is that, like, when there's nothing there, he kind of just takes what's given. 
And he, he kind of just goes with the return look that he's been given. And, you know, th- there was one return where I saw he got to the 25 where he's, it was a short kickoff, nothing really there. And so he just takes the angle to the sideline. He's like, all right, I'm just going to make the most of this based on what I'm being shown. So, again, the thing with me that has been most impressed is just his feel for it. And he, he seems like a natural kick returner. Yeah, and, and like I said, guys, this is a short podcast, just a taste of what you get on the da- on the Daily Show. But I also, we're going to get out of here, but I want to preview what we're going to talk about tomorrow on the live stream, which, oh, by the way, go to YouTube, search Saints Happy Hour. You can find us. Join us for the live stream tomorrow at 9.05. Uh, Andrew, Trey uh, Hendrickson, he flashed at least, so that gives us hope for yep. the pass rush. Uh, the secondary, P.J. Williams and Patrick Robinson – uh, PJ Williams has looked awful. Patrick Robinson, he got beat a couple times, but he had good coverage. So the secondary, we'll talk about that too. Uh, offensive yep. line, they had two guys get hurt. Uh, the depth there is totally shot. Uh, is there anything else that you saw that you are going to talk more in depth on uh, tomorrow besides my UDFA son looking both spectacular and terrible all in the span of a quarter and a half? Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, the cardinal sin of giving up a punt return for a touchdown rat right before halftime <laughs> as the clock is expiring is, I, that, that's unforgivable. That is just unspeakable horror, uh, that I saw there. And I, I'd been talking up the special teams too, uh, and how great they were looking. So that was, that was sickening to see, uh, Kate Nellis, the rookie, is exciting. He looked good to me and maybe, maybe there is some depth at linebacker after all. Yeah. So this wraps maybe, up. Maybe, maybe we don't need to rush Manti Teo to the bat phone just yet. <laughs> just, just yet. Manti Teo, Sean Payton was probably texting him last night, and then Sean Payton will ghost him this week. Manti yeah. will be like, "Hey, Sean, still need me to come to the New Orleans?" And it just yeah, new, new phone. Who this? <laughs> new phone. Who this? So this wraps up uh, our instant reaction uh, podcast. Join us tomorrow, 9.05 for the live stream. And if you love this podcast on a month on Sunday night, Monday morning, free, you want to sign up for our daily show because once the regular season starts, the gate closes and you won't have any more free access. Only people that pay are going to get the access except for the Monday show and the Wednesday show. All the other daily stuff, you don't pay, you don't get it. So sign up. You get all kinds of free stuff a koozie a magnet and a screensaver do it we will see you monday night nine o'clock